Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Philadelphia's Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Dom time. Now, Dom Giordano. It is Dom time. Sans Dom once again. Dom still fighting the good fight. It's Michael Pelka in for my buddy Dom Giordano on uh, Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. A historic day again. I- I'm almost frightened to look at the pile of news in front of me. I'm, I'm looking at all the stories that we have to try and cover today. In Dom's absence, I will attempt to do the job he does so well. And uh, I'm looking this over, and just before we went on the air, I said, you know, we might need, we might need more time today. We might need to go beyond 3 p.m. Call Zioli. And the uh, overwhelming reaction was, no, do not do that. He will definitely say, sure, I'll come in late. (laughs) (laughs) So, no, I'm sorry, Rich, if you're listening. (laughs) No, you're still here at 3 o'clock. We will get it done. We will get it done. Uh, I'm here. Dan's here. uh, Jim Kelly's here. And uh, you are here. And that's important. 855-839-1210 is the number. Where do I even begin today? I'm going to begin kind of where I started yesterday with hope and the the hope that I, I felt after reading the speech, the inauguration speech from Mayor Parker. And it's, it's uh, on the cover of the Inquirer today. There's quite a nice coverage of it as well. And I feel good about it, but at the same time, my spidey senses are tingling. Yes. I said I feel good, but, and that's a big but, as many people will tell you. Uh, I'm talking about mine, not Mayor Parker's. Didn't even. You cannot lie. I cannot lie. Stop it, <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot. Go away. But uh, the uh, the <laughs> the mayor gave a lot of hope to a lot of people yesterday, and and she talked about being the mayor for everybody. But there were a couple of things in her speech. That made me nervous. One of them was talking about making Philadelphia the greenest city in the country. The greenest big city, I think she said, in the country. And I have questions about bowing to the climate agenda because I think a major chunk of this climate nonsense is Bravo Sierra. 
and people are starting to wake up to it. It's all about control and money when you boil it down. And I uh, use boiling intentionally. But the other thing, the, the mayor talked about she is declaring an emergency right now. She's talking about crime, and she's declaring a, an emergency, right? A public health, a public safety emergency. Do you know where we heard that in the past, Dan? Do you, do you remember that recently? Tell me. It was the governor of a state out west mm. where the declaration of a public health emergency was used to clamp down on the rights of gun owners. That you would not be allowed then to use your concealed carry permit. And I, I know that that case is now being litigated and fought over and over again. But a Democrat governor came out and said, we have a public health emergency. And so we are basically invalidating temporarily your concealed carry permits. And when I when I heard those words, mm. I, I my spidey senses started tingling and I went, uh oh. Uh-oh, because I conceal carry. I'm one of the people who believes that I'm my first responder. I'm one of the folks who thinks, yeah, we got to be the ones who take care of ourselves first. Because when seconds count, the police will be there in minutes. And it is incumbent upon you to take care of yourself. Just my own personal belief. You can you can differ with that. And I, and I go back to... This uh, Jack Wagon from California, this this lawmaker from California, who's also grousing about your rights for the Second Amendment to to exercise your Second Amendment right. This guy, uh, Portantino. When you go to the mall, do you need a weapon yes. to go shopping or do you need a credit card? You need a credit card. When you go to the supermarket, bring your bags. Don't bring your gun. Well, you can do both. And especially we shall talk about the bags, too, because, yeah, yeah, there's new uh, Upper and Lower Marion. It's going to make it a lot tougher to do the shopping because of the bag rolling, because of those pesky plastic bags. And they're still wrapping the fish in plastic. They're still wrapping the produce in there. You got the bags for the produce. But, no, you, you don't dare let the groceries be back that way. But I got nervous with uh, Mayor Parker, and then I listened to – uh, the uh, the lovely Christine Flowers with with Dawn today. And what a great interview that was. What a fantastic discussion back and forth between two brilliant people. And uh, I was very nervous because last night uh, Ms. Flowers was uh, accosted by someone who tried to, to rob her. And she chased down her assailant and got her, her wallet back. And I thought, that's not a good move. You know, sometimes you just have to deal with the hassle because you never know what people have if they're they're thinking about a life of crime. They might be carrying a knife or a gun. And as someone who was carjacked at gunpoint, and it was a first date, too, it, it is a really, really unstable person who is going to try and take your valuables from you or your valuables and your date from you. Uh, it's it's always wise to remember, you don't want to die. You can always get more stuff. You can get your stuff back. You can deal with the hassle of your credit cards and your ID. But you don't know what's in the mind of the person who's so desperate 
they have picked you as a victim. So I think uh, Christine got lucky on this one. And I know she's pretty plucky. She's a pretty tough one. But uh, I would not recommend that. But that was just a great interview. And if, if you're a, a fan of Dawn, and why wouldn't you be? A- after the day is over today, I would go back in the Odyssey app and I'd download that section of the Dawn show and check it out. But uh, just Mayor Parker, I'm, I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful. I live in North Delaware. And I was a regular visitor to Philadelphia for many reasons. Uh, there are great bookshops there that my wife loves, but she's too afraid to come. There is, of course, uh, the Terminal Market, where Tommy Denix makes one of the best sandwiches in the country. And I have not been able to get back in quite some time because it's just not safe. So hopefully the city can return to greatness and be safe and and we can all benefit from it because we all would. And just as the mayor has given her her uh, her crew, her police commissioner, 100 days to come up with a plan to make things safer, I, I'm giving her 100 days, too, and we'll come back and revisit the topic. If not, wherever I'm filling in during the week on Saturday nights, we'll, we'll talk about it. So today's day two, Mayor. I hope you're moving forward. Today starts day two, and we'll see where this goes. Uh, the other story that we have to update from yesterday, early early in the show today, because it was early yesterday we talked about the Golden Bachelor on reality TV, did we not, Dan? You do not attack my Golden Bachelor, Mike. I, I didn't say I was under, it was going to be under you, you, You're getting ready to attack. Don't don't try to coil away from it now. What, what, what are not, you going to say about the Golden I'm not paranoid. Golden, I'm not paranoid. Who told what, you I was? What are you coming after the Golden Bachelor for? <laughs> Come on, it's a great show. What, what do you I, got? What do you got on the Golden Bachelor? I actually have good news for you. Also, I was disconnected there. I thank you for introducing me to Tommy Denix. That's a fantastic sandwich, by the way. Uh, is it not the greatest? Oh, it's, it's so good. It's so good. <sighs> now we all, all right, want Tommy Go ahead. Trash, trash Golden Bachelor all you want. Fine. I'm not, I have no intention of trashing the Golden Bachelor. It trashes itself. Sometimes on trash day, it takes <laughs> itself out to the curb. But the, oh, Golden, now? the Golden Bachelor is going to have the wedding is tomorrow, I believe. Yes, I believe and, so. And it will have a touch of Delco in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you remember there was one member of the uh, of the the posse of of senior women who were trying to uh, earn the heart of the bachelor, the golden bachelor. And she was from Delco. And in fact, one of my Susan, golf buddies I think was her name, uh, Susan Knowles. Oh, I so, got it right. Hey, yes, look you at did. that. Oh, well, you that's should. A bad, that's a bad, that's not a thing to be proud of. No, no, I, I wouldn't be bragging about that at the, <laughs> at the macho club. Don't be bringing that up. Hey, I got all the women's names right. At the golden one bachelor of the man club. cards removed from the deck. I guess it. Take one out. You will replace it with the Joker. <laughs> Don't but, have many left, Mike. But the story, the story is that the wedding tomorrow will feature a little bit of Delco, as I said, as uh, Susan Knowles will officiate at the wedding. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, that's kind of cool. She became yeah, uh, see. She became like BFFs with the woman who uh, do you do we say won the heart of the Golden Bachelor and with the guy. And she said it's kind of weird to be officiating at a wedding where you've kissed the the groom <laughs> in a passionate way too, not in not in a friend's own way. 
So, you know, she was in the game, I guess, for a while. My buddy Jim, who plays golf with me, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Haran, uh, was watching the show. And we were talking about it on the golf course, and I said, I might have to get out of the cart if you're going to tell me you're watching the show. He goes, no, 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 no. She used to live in our neighborhood. So we tuned in, you know, to support the neighborhood. I'm like, well, okay, that's cool. I will allow it. But uh, she is going to be, I guess, uh, the person officiating making this uh, union happen uh, live on TV tomorrow, which is pretty cool. But here's the interesting part, and this is all covered uh, by the Inquirer today. This this caught my eye in the Inquirer. Um, she, um, she's getting a lot of attention to make public appearances. Now, I want to know why. She was one of the failed people trying to get the heart of this uh, 72-year-old guy who had a, a kind of a less-than-accurate background description. But she is now uh, being asked to come to Florida, Ohio, Alabama, and I, I guess give a speech, address, whatever it is. Maybe maybe she's now an, a, uh, an inspirational speaker. So, Mike, and you she- watch a lot of reality shows, and you know how every every show there becomes a house mom to a degree. Uh, and even in this situation, Golden Bachelor with older women, uh, she kind of became the house mom cooking for them, and she made a lot of Italian food. Uh, if you watched any of the episodes, she's the one that looked remarkably like Kris Jenner. Uh, I, I, and she got a lot further than anybody would have expected, I think, just based on personality alone. Uh, but seems like a really, really nice individual, and good for her. Happy she's still involved. Well, I, I didn't watch any episode. I was completely disgusted by the concept, but my, my buddy Jimmy did. He and his wife watched it, and he did talk about her cooking. So, you know, the way to a man's heart must still be <laughs> through his stomach, I guess. But uh, good for her. And now there's talk, Dan. I have good news for you. I, I almost said we might need the breaking news sounder, but uh, it's too late for that. I have good news for you. ABC is considering doing a Golden Bachelorette series, and she is one of those in, uh, I guess, talks to be that person. Maybe that's not too exciting for you. Anyway, uh, that's my uh, bachelor, Golden Bachelor update, and it relates to us here. So a little bit of Delco going to be... Uh, part of the uh, the big wedding tomorrow, uh, something I won't be watching. And uh, Dan, uh, did we lose you again? I think we may have. Did we lose me? Jim, am I still with you? I don't know. I'm showing I'm connected. I may not be connected. I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's go to break. Uh, Michael Pelka in for Dom Giordano. You want to join the conversation? 855-839-1210 is the number. It is Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is 1221. Mike Opelka in once again for Dom. Come on, Dom. I know you can get healthy again. It's a battle, this bug. But my buddy will get through it. I uh, expect he'll return tomorrow, but I'm honored to be here in this place and uh, have uh, Dan here. Big Dan is here. And, of course, Jim yes. Kelly is here. And uh, you're back. I thought you were just yeah, mad at yeah. me for, for all my Bachelorette talk. No, no, I loved it. I, I was disappointed that I disconnected. I'm I'm down here in my new studio that I set up at the new house in the basement. And allegedly, this Internet's not good enough for uh, for you. It, it oh. doesn't live up to the Michael Pelka standards. No, it does not. But yeah. I, I, I thought maybe you just like got camping. so <laughs> You're on Starlink now. <laughs> Elon, Elon Musk is sending Thanks, Starlink. Elon. <laughs> well, uh, you probably were so excited about the the opportunity for Susan Knowles from Delco to be the first Golden Bachelorette that maybe you jumped around and disconnected. So I, I was saying, if I wasn't married, maybe I sign up to compete. But. Uh... Too bad. I, I well, have a ring on my finger. So, do you have any old you know. aunts or any old uncles or something that might be uh, eligible? I have no single women in my family. No, but single men. There might be a single man. Cause oh, that's that's she, my men. I'm sorry. Single men. There's yeah, no single uh, men in my family. No. I don't think they've done the gay bachelor yet or the lesbian bachelor yet, but I'm sure oh, I'm that's sure coming. They have. Oh, have I'd be surprised if they haven't. I'm, I, I don't watch it that closely to know, but... Is there really not a gay bachelor yet? 2030 will be the trans bachelor. That's my prediction. The, the there's, will... there are seven bachelor stars who have later come out as LGBTQ+, but I don't think there's a bachelor for gay individuals now. Wow. Uh, big news yeah. uh, just around the corner. We have uh, the great Stephen Moore joining us. Yesterday came the news that the the national debt, the money we owe, is now more than 30 34 I can't even say this 34 trillion dollars 34 trillion dollars and the debt service the amount of interest we pay on that 34 trillion is now a trillion dollars a year just to frame that last year we paid I think 689 billion a year in interest which is already a staggering number right six hundred and eighty nine billion dollars we paid in interest on our national debt and now that we're up at 34 trillion the interest the debt service is over a trillion dollars a year that's stunning that extra almost 400 billion dollars we're paying in interest 
Think of what we could do in the country with another $400 billion. Think of what we could do for schools. Think of what we could do for so many people if we, if we had the $400 billion that we're now going to be paying in interest on that, uh, on that national debt. And, and, and Stephen Moore is just one of the great voices on sanity in our fiscal policy. He'll join us just around the corner. Of course, he was in the Trump administration. Uh, a couple of other things I want to make sure we get covered today. We will dive into the fallout, additional fallout from the Harvard president and uh, her resignation yesterday, which happened just as we were on the air. And, of course, the left came out screaming racism, 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 because she tried to make herself a racial victim in her resignation letter. It's, of course, a bunch of Bravo Sierra. So I'm not accepting that at all. Not even close. But here's my question. She was only in office for six months, right? Shortest tenure ever for a Harvard professor. Uh, she was making almost 900 grand a year in the job she held before this. She was making over a million dollars a year or right at a million dollars a year. And they're going to keep her on in some capacity at 900 grand a year. So what penalty did she pay for all her plagiarism? Nothing. She will still be a tenured person in the Harvard system making $900,000 a year. I want to know who's going to replace her, though. I know they have this provost in here. But if she was only there for six months, shouldn't the second or third candidate who was up for this, who didn't get the nod, shouldn't they automatically come up and it shouldn't be a long search? We should see. We should see what's happening there. Uh, the other question I was asking as we talked about this scandal and uh, Robert Menendez, Senator Menendez, also now charged with more bribery allegations as he was caught up with the Qataris, the people from Qatar and doing some wheeling and dealing there. And Fetterman wants him out. I can't believe I agree with Fetterman again. It's so crazy. But um, what's the biggest this is a good side question, I think? Uh, what's the biggest political scandal that you recall? Dan, you you like that? You with that? Uh, can we do uh, every scandal? Can we expound it through? Yeah, let's to, open uh, it up. Every what's the yeah. biggest scandal? Yeah, why not? Every scandal. It's a notable, notable big scandal. I got one for you when you're ready. Is it that the McRib really isn't a rib sandwich? Uh, well, there is a you know that there's truth to conspiracy that the McRib only comes out when pork rice prices are low, right? I did not know that. Yeah, look into it. The economics behind the McRib is uh, McDonald's maybe usually we'll offers ask, the product when the commodity prices are low on pork. Maybe we ask Stephen Moore if the, about the McRib scandal when we get him in <laughs> here, just around the corner. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about this massive debt we've accumulated and uh, how bad it could be for us in the future, or kids and grandkids and great-grandkids. Michael Pelkin in for Dom Giordano. Get your, uh, get your scandal answer in there for the side question, 855-839-1210 on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the 
better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is 1231. Uh, Mike Opelka sitting in for my friend Dom Giordano. Still under the weather. I'm sure he's on the mend and will return soon. But I'm happy to be here, honored to be here, and really thrilled because we asked at the last moment if we could get um, some wisdom from, I think, one of the better minds when it comes to understanding the economy and explaining it to us, the, the neophytes out here, the, the people on the front lines. It's uh, one of the great contributors at FreedomWorks, senior economic contributor, Stephen Moore, also in the Club for Growth, also at Heritage Foundation, and uh, author of incredible books like Trumponomics and uh, GovZilla, How Relentless Growth of Government is Devouring Our Economy and Our Freedom. And he is um, also here as a uh, fellow Chicagoan. Hello, Stephen Moore. Welcome, sir. So good to be with you. Thank you uh, for having me, and Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you, too. Um, uh, I'm trying to be happy. I'm trying to be hopeful. Stephen, but as as I look at the number that crossed yesterday, that thirty four trillion dollar yeah. number, uh, staggering, yes. But what was even more troubling to me is the amount that one trillion plus we're now paying in debt service. That's crushing, isn't it? You know, it's what about, what can I say? I mean, when I first came to Washington in nineteen eighty four, forty years ago, I'm older than you think. Uh, you know what? The, you know how much the national debt was at that time? I do not. It was less than a trillion. So think about this. In 40 years, we've gone from less than – and by the way, when we hit – I remember when we hit the trillion-dollar mark in 1984, people were aghast. They couldn't believe that a country could borrow $1 trillion, and now we're at $34 trillion. And and incidentally, you know, I am a Republican. I'm a Trump guy, but both parties are responsible for this. I mean, it happened under Republican presidents, Democratic presidents, uh, and so we are – You know, I'm aghast at the fact that people are not more concerned about this. I mean, you know, we're going to be like Argentina or Bolivia if we stay on this course. Everybody, I mean, everybody knows it's wrong, but we don't pay attention to it. Um, And Biden in just the last three years is at six trillion dollars. And I'm not trying to depress people because it's the new year. But under Biden's budget in the next 10 years, we'll hit 50 trillion. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, that's a. I mean, this is insanity. This is. Uh, I mean, if, if you had Dr. Evil in the White House who was trying to destroy our country, this would be a pretty good way to do it. <laughs> well, uh, Stephen, when, when you try and explain this to the average person, the person, you know, I try to have an understanding of it. They they just kind of slough it off and say, well, we've always had debt. How does it hit the average consumer? How does this kind of a number, especially that. $1 trillion in debt service every year affect the lives of the average consumer? 
Well, that's a, it's a good question. I mean, first of all, everyone knows from their personal finances, you know, if you have a debt on your credit card, and, and by the way, we as Americans have a lot of debt on our credit card, too. I mean, bills have to be repaid, right? So if, we're, if we have a situation where we owe all this money, now, you know, to be fair, we do owe a lot of it to ourselves. So it'll be like our children paying taxes to other Americans' children. But on the other hand, you know, a lot of it's owned by foreigners, you know, who the Chinese own a, a a lot of our debt and so do the europeans and the japanese so our kids will be paying money to the japanese kids and the and the chinese kids this doesn't make america strong you know when you have that high high debt you're not uh it's hard to maintain our superpower status as if we're the most indebted country in the world um now if we could grow the economy faster you know the most important thing is to make sure the economy is growing faster than the debt but that's not happening at all and so I am worried about it. And, and and you're right. The single fastest growing element of the budget right now is the interest payments on the debt. So that, you know, when you're paying interest payments, that means, you know, with your taxes, you're not getting roads, you're not getting schools, you're not getting hospitals, you're not getting, uh, you know, um, the this kind of services that we want from government, police and fire service. You're just paying off the interest. It's so frightening. And, and I will tell you that, um, I'm aware that the Treasury collected more recently. I think guess it was 2022. It was almost five trillion in taxes through the IRS. Yep. So we don't have a revenue problem. We have a spending problem. And as you correctly identified, uh, both parties are guilty of it. Where is the reasonable place to start, in your opinion? Well, the reasonable the first reasonable place to start is to get rid of Biden. And Biden has been. We've had a lot of financially. Uh, irresponsible and reckless presidents, but no one compares with Biden for what he has done. Uh, you know, he's almost criminally negligent in terms of the way he's handled our country's finances. The next thing we need to do is we need to have a balanced budget requirement. You know, that every state has a balanced budget requirement. You know, why should the federal government be able to borrow trillions of dollars every year? And then, then we've got to grow the economy faster because when you have more people working, as we learned under you know, Reagan and even Clinton, that, you know, when the economy is really moving faster, you get more tax revenues. You know, you don't have to raise taxes. You just have more people working, businesses making more money, and it benefits everybody. But we've had, you know, anemic growth under Biden. You know, now, look, I'm a Trump guy. I think Trump can turn these things around pretty quickly if he gets back into office in terms of raising people's income so they can afford, you know, all of these services we're getting from government. Is there... Is there an answer in saying, because I, I, I don't think I heard it there, I heard you say we need to get more people working, and, and Biden's out there telling everybody 14 million new jobs, and we know there's a certain level of uh, uh, yeah, but most of those jobs, <laughs> Most of those jobs are just jobs that, are, that Trump had created. Or, you know, we, people forget, you know, we put 20 million people out of work when we did the idiotic, uh, and by the way, Pennsylvania was very guilty of this, of, of putting all the uh, just you know putting all the businesses uh, tell them to close their doors and the schools yeah. and the factories. I mean that was lunacy. It was crazy. So now Biden's claiming credit for jobs that already existed. I mean how how lunatic is that to say oh I created all these jobs? No, actually those jobs existed under Trump. It's just that blue states like Pennsylvania and New York and New Jersey and California and Illinois shut down everything in a in a in a way that was probably one of the greatest policy mistakes in the history of this country yeah I, I agree with you on the shutdowns is there a red state or is there any state 
that is showing us with its budget actions that it could be a blueprint for the national? Ah, that's a good point. Uh, you know, the big story in America today is the massive, and I mean massive, stampede out of blue states to red states. So, you know, I'll give you one example. California, which is the prototypical blue state, you know, and for the last 75 years, 100 years, you know, people have migrated to California. And, uh, they, but California has lost 3 million people in just the last five years, <laughs> you know, and they're leaving the high-tax, high-regulation, progressive policies uh, in, uh, they're leaving San Francisco, they're leaving Los Angeles, they're leaving Sacramento, they're leaving Oakland, and they're moving to states like Florida. And so when you look at states that are doing it right, I mean, I think Florida does come to mind. They've got this great governor named Ron DeSantis, who's not been a very good presidential candidate, but boy, has he been a great governor. And, uh, you know, do you know what the income tax rate is in Florida? Um, is it the same as Texas? Yes, it's zero. <laughs> there is no income tax. So, gee, what a surprise that people want to go to a place that has no income tax. And so I think for and by the way, Florida has a uh, despite the fact that all these new people are coming in, they need to build the infrastructure and housing and the roads to accommodate these millions and millions more people coming in. Florida is running a budget surplus and they have no income tax. Amazing. <laughs> it amazing. It, 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 it's just the the perfect example of how you can run a place and not run it into the ground. Um, I, I have so many questions I want to ask you uh, about so many things in our economy, but time is limited, and you were so gracious to give us time here. I have to ask you, um, are you as excited as I am about the possible draft picks for the, the Chicago Bears for next season? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the Bears have been a strong. I mean, the big – issue for the Bears is whether, you know, Fields will continue to be their quarterback. He got stronger as the year went on. But I, you know, look, I I, I have the 85 Bears, um, you know, T-shirts that I still wear all the time when we won the Super Bowl with the greatest football, pro football team ever. And so uh, we will see. But it's been kind of a lean few years. But the Bears will be back. And by the way, what's happened to the Eagles? I mean, they were looking so strong, and the last few games, not so much. Don't write the Eagles off. I, as a even Touch a diehard, even a diehard Bear fan knows that you can't <laughs> you can't write off this town. This town is full of intestinal fortitude, and there's there you go. There's great hope, and as someone who's dealt with the failures of the Bears for the last three <laughs> decades, as you well know. Uh, anything is possible and, and will happen. Uh, Stephen Moore is a, a brilliant and very clever guy. And if you're looking to understand what big government does to our economy and our freedoms, uh, find GovZilla at your books. Is Amazon the best place to find it, Stephen? Well, there's more important. Yeah, they should get GovZilla, which is like nine ninety five. But here, I want to alert people to something more important. Okay. You, you're getting our free hotline, aren't you? Yeah, I'm not sure. Are we? Tell me. Oh, well, you got. OK, so we put out something in the morning that goes to uh, out to about 100,000 you know, people. It, it's free. I'm not selling anybody anything. This costs you nothing. Uh, it, it's very popular. Uh, I know Newt Gingrich reads it every morning. I know members of the Congress and the Senate are reading it. Uh, Newt says it's this first thing he reads every morning. And you can read it in five minutes. And all you have to do to get it is just sign up for free and go to committeedunleashedprosperity.com and just sign up for the hotline. And if you like it, we'll keep sending it to you for free. Or if you don't like it, you can just unsubscribe. So I need to make sure you're signed up for that. 
Yes, you do. Uh, Committee for <laughs> Prosperity, and it's number Committee four, right? Unleash, Committee to Unleash Prosperity. Committee to Unleash Prosperity. And sign and up. I fully like, endorse it, Mike. It Mike, I, I get it. And, uh, and we'll send it to you. All right. Thanks. Have I a get... great, uh, great day. Thank you, Stephen. Bear down. There he goes. Stephen Moore. So, Dan, tell me about this. You get it? Yeah, no, it's it's a great thing every morning. It's a great uh, source of prep. It's where I get a lot of my economic news when I'm doing, uh, you know, the preparations for the Dom Show. And Stephen Moore, a fantastic guest here on the Dom Show and just a great guy. Uh, amazing history, worked as Trump's advisor, uh, economic advisor, was on the board of the Wall Street Journal for a while. So a uh, great guest. Yeah, he is. A, he's a terrific voice. And like I said, he understands it and explains it. He may be the best explainer of uh, how the economy works out there. I know Rand Paul can get a little wonky at times, uh, but I think Stephen Moore is a guy who's who's completely uh, able to speak in common man terminologies. The last person who who explained it, I, I think, was Ronald Reagan. Uh, I think uh, I might even have it here. Uh, Reagan, Reagan explaining inflation, because this is a simple one. And I have a bunch of Reagan quotes. I know I know he's not been with us for a while, but wisdom like this is eternal. Government has only two ways of getting money other than raising taxes. It can go into the money market and borrow, competing with its own citizens and driving up interest rates, which it has done. Or it can print money, and it's done that. Both methods are inflationary. We're victims of language. The very word inflation leads us to think of it as just high prices. And then, of course, we resent the person who puts on the price tags, forgetting that he or she is also a victim of inflation. Inflation is not just high prices. It's a reduction in the value of our money. When the money supply is increased, but the goods and services available for buying are not, we have too much money chasing too few goods. There you go. Too much money chasing too few goods, and the result is inflation. And right now, there's a whole bunch of money that we printed that is going to be chasing goods if we don't limit our deficit. And we'll get to that. It's a big a bit deficit debt. It's all a monster that's crushing us. All right, I have to take a break. When we come back, we'll go to the phones. Phones are starting to light up. 855-839-1210. The uh, side question du jour What's the biggest scandal that you remember in your lifetime? What's the Ooh, biggest? Some big sc- ones rolled in here, Mike. You got Are the Iran Contra one coming in on Twitter. David writes in uh, a head of lettuce says the whole COVID nineteen vaccine scam. Wow, off the board. Well, they yeah. haven't been able to officially declare it a scandal. We just think we got yeah. scammed. So that's interesting. Scandal versus scandal. The biggest scandal. What's the biggest scandal? I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. <laughs> Possibly one of the biggest scandals in American politics. We'll get to all of it. Your calls at 855-839-1210. It's Michael Pelka once again with Big Dan and Jim Kelly in for Dom. It is Michael Pelka in for Dom Giordano on the Dom Show. I think Dom's on the mend. Uh, I just saw him uh, retweeting the fact that I was here and Stephen Moore was joining us. So that's a really good sign. Very good yeah, sign. All signs are pointing to him being back tomorrow. We said Excellent. that yesterday, though. But uh, now tomorrow yeah, it looks like he'll be back live. 
I, I need to go back into FanDuel and, and cover my losses from yesterday because I, <laughs> I was betting Dom would be here. So I'm currently in the hole, but we'll see. All right. Um, but talking about scandals, this uh, uh, a gold bar Bob Menendez is now uh, finding himself in additional hot water as yet another indictment was filed uh, about him dirty dealing the United States government with the Qataris. And I think we need to also have a separate investigation into the nation of Qatar and find out what the hell they're up to. I started looking at the amount of money that Qatar has been giving to American universities over the last decade. It is gigantic. It's somewhere between five and seven billion dollars that has been donated. Yeah, I know. And, you know, money buys influence. Money buys access. Money buys the ability to direct the uh, the initiatives out of any one of these major universities. So, uh, cutters. Was there also- any money given to uh, Indiana? Do you know by chance? I, I, I took a class. I took a class. It was uh, what was it? The the foundations of the Arab Spring. I think was the title of the class, and it was taught by a member of the Muslim Brotherhood. Really? So, uh, those, yeah, those, those are the kind of courses that you're taking in colleges. Wow. So that was my senior year on the way out. But, uh, yeah, I went to like three three of the classes. I was like, I can't take this. This is straight-up propaganda. You had a member of the Muslim Brotherhood teaching classes? <laughs> a, for, a former member. He, he left Egypt or something like that. I, I don't remember what it was. They never was... leave. If you've ever been to any of the CARE parades, uh, C-A-I-R parades, uh, yeah, the, the yeah, Muslim was... Brotherhood is is everywhere, and they're they're still marching. You watch for the yellow; it looks like a yellow hand. I think that was part of their logo when you see them marching. I'm just saying. Huh. Yeah, keeping. I will. We'll talk about the Muslim Brotherhood off air. I have some things I need to share with you that I learned while living in New York City and working at the Blaze. But that's a different show. But we got to get to some of the lines here because uh, we've been talking about. The side question du jour uh, asking about uh, scandals. What's the biggest scandal? And uh, my wife, who sent me a text because I said, hey, we're asking what's the biggest scandal that you remember in your life. And she didn't go with, you know, I did not have sex with Bill Clinton and Monica. She said it was the British royal scandal when uh, the king abdicates so that he could be with his divorcee. Ultimately, the love of his life. Do you remember that one? Wallace Simpson and uh, what was it? Edward, was that his name? I hate the royal family stuff. Out of all the royal scandals, though, that's the one you'd choose and not Princess Di? No, she didn't think Di was a scandal. But this was a big one. Could you imagine giving up being king because you you got a side piece you like so much? I mean, that's kind of crazy. Anyway. I know yeah. we're not supposed to describe the the king's uh, consort as a side piece, but there. Let's <laughs> let's let's see what the people think. Mario's joining us. Uh, Mario's on line one. Hello, Mario. Welcome to the program. Hey, how are you, Michael? I'm good, yeah, sir. Uh, what, my biggest yeah. scandal is what's going on right now in, in the Joe Biden regime or administration. With uh, you know everyone that I see surrounding this gentleman from Buttigieg and uh, Mayorkas and all these people. They remind you of anybody? They remind you of little henchmen that surround tyrants that will do anything to stay in power. 
you know, that, that's who they remind me of. It, and this well, is uh, Joe Biden. I was going to say, we often Joe, refer to them as the Biden crime family because yeah, the, just the just the immediate family, the blood family seems to be like yeah, its own little even, syndicate. There's not even a close second as far as scandals. This is treasonous behavior on his part. He's been a bag man for anyone that will give him money since uh, the credit card companies all based in Delaware and Wilmington. You know, uh, he was their bag man for a while. This guy has gotten away. He reminds me of uh, the Chin uh, Gigante. Vincent the Chin Gigante. Yeah, that's who Joe Biden reminds me of. You know, feigning that he's uh, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's a simple guy, lunch bucket. You know, what he's raking in millions. You know, uh, Vinny, and, it's, and, it, we might be related. I, I actually made the uh, the chin reference a couple weeks ago, and and I said, you know, he could be faking it. But then I see him in public. I don't think he's faking it. I do think, though, no, that that no, it does remind me of the it. chin. Yeah, he doesn't, he, he's not faking it, but I think he plays on it at times. And yes. so does his staff. His staff plays on it more than he does. You know, but th- this, there's not even a call. Watergate is nothing compared to what this family has done to this country. Okay, what you t- you talked about borrowing uh, uh, money and uh, or taxing all inflationary. You're right, but he's not concerned about that. I mean, is anybody watching what's really going on in the world? Like, let's say Jill, who's supposed to be a PhD, is she watching what's really going on in the world? And say, Joe, you no. see what's happening to the country? I mean, no, is she's not even advising this guy. No, there are very few. Well, there is one person advising him, and we know it's likely Barack Obama with uh, his two henchwomen doing his dirty dealing. So you're you're right yeah, on this. Nickname, my nickname for Obama is Johnny uh, Obama Appleseed. He planted all these seeds. And well, that's now they're true. Coming to fruition. Well, yeah. yeah, America's chickens are coming home to roost as his former. Uh, Religious buddy used to say. So, yeah, we're there. Uh, Thank you. That's great stuff, Mario. Excellent, excellent suggestion. I have to take a break. Wrapping up the first hour. That went quickly. Uh, We have so much more to get to today. Scandals and uh, some irritating stuff and maybe something a little inspiring. It's Mike Opelka in for Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.